Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Now, on to Panthers v Knights. Uh, wow, what a strange game. Like, we'll get the uh, the big news out of the way. Obviously, Barnett puts his elbow up. Um, concussion uh, Smith, I think it was. Smith? Chris Smith? Look, internally, I want to say all the, like, that's terrible and all that kind of stuff. But it's we all know how bad it was. So what else can we really say? You know, he's going to face the punishment. Uh, he's going to face some music. Um, and I think that there's no one that's probably, you know, obviously Smith, you know, couldn't play the game. So we've got to think about him. He's the victim of all this. But Barnett, uh, it's it's got to be a fork in the road for him this moment. Because mm-hmm. if, if this kind of little st- stuff happens again, I don't think fans will, like, it'll be almost, if he does something like this again, it'll almost be hard for fans to really get behind him. You, you know, for this situation, you can sit there and go, okay, it was really poor act. It, you know, it wasn't the right thing to do, but we all make some pretty poor decisions in our lives. Hopefully he can bounce back. Um, but outside of that, I don't want to pile on him because nah. what's, what's the point of that? But I think we can just all acknowledge that it was terrible play, shouldn't have happened. And there's a difference between accidentally head-highing someone and you know, being aggressive and then an action like that, you know, you can all like that, that action, it just cannot be part of the game. So I'm sure he's more devastated than anyone. Um, and it just, ca- it just cannot happen again. No. It's going to hurt his own career mm. and it, it hurts the boys. And also Smith is lucky that he's sweet because yep. that was really, really dangerous. So I don't want to pile on, but you've just got to acknowledge that it was really poor. I hope he learns from it. What were your guys' thoughts on the situation? Mate, Newcastle. What they did the other day was so impressive. Yeah, I, and I, I know it's a big call or whatever. I think if Barnett stays on the field, they could have won this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. They were going with them 100%, and that's eating a heap of humble pie for me. Mm. Uh, I just I thought they were so impressive. And, I mean, when, when you consider that they were without a player, without a back rower for that long, and they, they only got beat by, what, 18 points against Penrith Panthers. I know I'm missing, team, I'm missing yeah. players, but they're a gun side yeah. with or without those guys. I thought it was just so impressive by Newcastle. I, I had people that have messaged me saying, oh, I told you Panthers 13 plus. It's like, 
Yes. Look at the actual reality the of well. the game. Yeah. Like they played with twelve. Kurt was, Mann got sent off for getting hit in the dick. Yeah, it was just like, bra. My dick's they, not that big. They played. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. It's up near your head. Your dick's near your head. I'll tell you what, you're fucking doing all right. Shouldn't be playing footy. Do fucking Guinness World, Guinness World Book of Records. They fucking played with dead. 12 players against the defending premiers for the vast majority of that game. They missed 16 tackles, Newcastle. Yeah. Um, mate, I'm getting on the fucking new bandwagon. Yeah, they showed a lot of character. To your point, it's unfortunate what happened. I think as well like with aggressive players like he's a known aggressive player but mm. at some point whether rule changes or not at some point you just need to harbour in like you can't keep doing this and mm. be tagged for that and now we're literally seeing like you, you're going to throw a game if you do something that stupid mm-hmm. like that's, absolutely that's, that called the game then and mm. there and then he'll probably be gone for anywhere from 6 to 10 weeks and we mentioned before Sewer being a guy that could get targeted that's the same thing and they're going to go after him now that balance it's well, they're absolutely – again, and I'm not saying that you made this, this comparison, but I can – if you are an aggressive player and you're trying to pull off a big hit, that never reflects to me you as a person because it's like you're just an aggressive player mm. within the rules of the game. Of course. But when you do things like that where it's like it's not part of a hit, it's just purely malicious. It's brain snap. You know? Uh, it's, it's, it's not unforgivable, but it reflects more poorly on you than a head high kind of would. Mm. And I think that you're right, that refs are going to start looking like Barnett. He's going to have to be so squeaky clean because any little thing in today's game with the environment, with the head knocks and that, like it's, it's almost the worst timing for him to do something like this. We're, we're constantly arguing about concussion. I just, yeah, it's... Uh, and this is where it now gets interesting for Newcastle. They lost um, Fitzgibbon last week. Mm. Fuck it. But they could be without Barnett for 10 weeks here, mm. potentially. It's going to be a big test for them out on that edge as well now. And it's, yeah, there's brain explosion. I hope he, he learns from it and it's a mistake. Um, but he's going, to feel, he's going to feel this so deeply, like, you know, online, people in the crowd. Like, he's going to – so anyone that wants to, I guess, pile on and, and you be, you know, really negative towards him, <laughs> it doesn't – change anything do you know what I mean like yeah, you can say it's bad without he did the wrong thing absolutely but I just just let's I hope as a community that we don't dogpile because how does that that doesn't help the situation doesn't help Smith doesn't help him at all all it does is yeah anyway um, so yeah it's tough because they need Barnett on the field they need him playing good footy they, they need aggressive guy in the middle that's going to get through all the tough work uh, I mean if you had to estimate how much weeks you think he's going to get I would give him 10 weeks. 10 weeks, wow. How much you give him? I was thinking around more than like six to eight. Yeah, I, I was mean, thinking six to eight as well. It's not, it's not, you can't consider it careless, but yeah. it's not ideal. But well, what's the intentions I, behind I it? I would go heavy on it. The, yeah, I would yeah, go heavy on it just because we haven't seen happen. it in a long time. But it's one thing you don't want to risk seeing again. I, 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 I personally think you could go overs on yeah, it. Yeah, so like, for example, like you mean, we don't want to see it again. For a number of things, you know, sponsors, yep. you don't like that. And, and, and it's the one thing that, you know, does turn away young kids from the game. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. So, I, again, I, I hope he obviously learns from it and I hope he's, uh, I guess, justice is served. But at the same time, I hope that he's got the right people around him to learn and grow from this hmm. rather than allow it to... Yeah. And as an aggressive and competitive player, like you said, fork in the road, hopefully takes this moment to understand, just need to get some of that out of my game, keep all the, the, all the good stuff, but find a balance, find that line. And then the other thing with all this, I know we don't really give people the platform, we don't promote it, but the more players, if he comes out and owns that, I stuffed up, this is the type of player I am, this is the type of person I am, 
won't happen again. I've now got to pay my dues and earn the respect of my teammates and whatnot. But I always am really a, a preference to see players come out on the front foot and own the story as opposed to someone else running that narrative. So a little bit of ownership. He's, he has to earn back the respect from fans and teammates, but I'm sure he will. And mm. then just find that balance in his game because you can't afford to be giving away a sim bin, let alone being sent off or yeah. miss 10 weeks, eight weeks, whatever it yeah. is. And if he can find that balance, fuck, he's a good footy yeah, player. He's, he's a great footy he player. And you, and you need aggressive players inside. I, I, I like your, your uh, suggestion there. It's also, it could be an opportunity for him yeah. to, you know, he's only going to be doing just training and that now, not playing for, for a substantial amount of time. You know, maybe there is some kind of public program he could do or do extra promos going to school and, you know, teaching young men about the difference between those kind of actions and that's that's uh that's not the way men act and this is the way we can kind of work through it so yeah hopefully he, he can learn from it because he's a great footy player i mean yeah. he was getting considered you know on the fringes for origin there for a bit he's i know tough, i know man. he's tough as anything gets through a bunch of work judge uh, him on his reaction not his action he's seen, he, yeah you know, he seemed devastated yeah judge him on his reactions from now do, yeah. you know don't yeah. like you said don't don't pile it on when someone does something everyone mm. makes mistakes fails yeah. fucks up so judge him on his reaction and if it's good let him earn his way back into the team yeah. and the respect of everyone fans and teammates absolutely agree uh but yeah back to the knights and, and the way they played I, I love it. I love Kurt Mann character. at 13. Yeah. They showed a bunch of character. They showed grit. They showed, um, they showed willingness to stick to standards regardless of the situation. A lot of teams, situations get tough. They take a way out. You know, you look at the Broncos, unfortunately, they, hang, they, they were hanging in the game. The situation got tough. It wasn't going their way. They fell apart. The Knights, on the other hand, even though there was a few you know, tries towards the end, for most of that game were extremely competitive and they nearly got the win with one man down. So much confidence to take from it. Like it's never going to get worse than that yeah. in Newcastle. Yeah. And they hung in there against the best team in this competition. Uh, so for the um, for the Knights, I thought uh, obviously Gagai had a really good start. I think uh, there was a period there where Dominic Young kind of fell back into his own, own old ways. He didn't chase yes. a, a grubber yeah. in goal. Tago ended up scoring. I feel like he if he was... You, you know, as a winger, even if you don't think you're going to get near the ball, you've constantly got to be willing to just chasing, be on your toes. Don't just sit back and allow things to happen. Um, Clune uh, pass to best was fantastic. Beautiful. Like, such, like ripper of a ball. Don't stop that. I, I thought it was the best game of Hoy's career. Yeah, Hoy, yeah, I mean, considering the hype that he had coming in, he probably has been a little bit underwhelming to yeah. start his career, but he came in with so much hype. It's not even funny. It's tough. You know, every time he plays, he's filling in the boots of KP. It's a tough gig. Mm. Oh, I thought he was great the other night, the other day I'm as like, well. We're talking about a Knights team missing key key players. Yeah, key players. Yep. Uh, look, am I am I fully on the Knights bandwagon? Is there a top four side? Not yet. But if they don't make the top eight, with the way they're like, with what I've seen so far, I would be very surprised. And they're another team that has already faced issues as far as team selection. They've already, like they don't have their hooker, they haven't had their fullback. They have missed at least one to two of their quality front rowers every single week. They're still performing. They've shown that they can overcome obstacles as well. It's very yeah. impressive. First three games, they play the Tigers. Obviously, Tigers struggling, but they've played the Roosters and Penrith. Yep. Exactly. Now that's they haven't played three low t- low teams. Uh, so and and it's just. I think we're finally seeing what Adam O'Brien was trying to implement a few years ago. And I think all the boys are getting on board now. And, you know, he may have gone around it a way, a longer way than he thought. 
But this is why you stick with coaches as well, I think, sometimes, where especially when there's such a shallow amount of coaches in the thing. You know, very, very easy. I, th- I think his job was even under pressure, like last year for, for a bit. And I think that they're reaping the benefits of just buying into Adam O'Brien. I'm going to ask a question that I cannot believe I'm asking. You would have to assume to keep KP, they're going to have to pay a lot of money. Yeah. Is the first three weeks making them wonder if they need to spend that much money on KP? That's a hot take. That's uh, so spicy. No, no, oh, mate, especially from me. I, I don't I, want to get near that shit. That's so uh, spicy, baby. Uh, so who, who are we signing? Jaden Campbell well, or uh, Reese Walsh? <laughs> that's is, so is that spicy, the point where they've shown that they, can, they are not a one-man team? It is so blatantly obvious. They're better with KP. There's no doubt about yeah. it. But better with KP when you have to pay him $1.2 million when he hasn't <sighs> put together an entire full season yet. I'm, I've jumped over it's the other side of the fence. It's a great question right now. Yeah, it's a great question right now. Right yes, now, yeah. Oh, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing some of the things come to light where, like, the halves have had an opportunity to step up and a few other players. Yep. I want to see KP in the mix with this team that's brought into culture and everything else. But, yeah, the, you can't tell me they're not having the, the little I, the little I think they've got it. to be thinking about it, <laughs> but, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, with the question, I guess, you know, extension of your question... Do they pay overs for, for KP? That's what I'm trying to ask. Do you want to pay – which you're going to have to pay overs you're to You're going to have to. Let's be honest. Well, that, that's the thing, like, do they have to? Yeah. That's the question. That's – You yeah. know, like, six months ago, they had to. Whereas now it's like they're playing such good footy and it's only three games. Like, it's such a long season. We're all aware of that. But you're right. It is a – let's say, you know, one is they have to pay overs. Ten is we don't need him. They probably were at – two six months ago maybe even one probably one i'd yes. say like that's how much they needed him to stay at the club but you would say that they have moved away from that one closer to i don't know three four whatever your number is that's that's the question that you're asking it's a really interesting one and also like on the flip side they can go to kp and say look mate if you take a little bit of a pay cut we can recruit other people yeah. look how good we're going it's it's an interesting take and you're right you, you asked that at the start of the season we were both of the mind if the Knights lose KP, they put, they're back a decade, yeah. back a decade. Now, I, I think that you could make the argument that they don't need to pay 1.2 for him. You could make the argument that they only need to pay 900 to a mil. The reason why I would still go hard at this point in time for the Knights is, as we know, it is so hard to come by that generational talent that can break games apart. But as you said, he hasn't really put – together a full season in a substantial amount of time mm. that is a lot of money in your cap could you go into the market and get you know a reese walsh could be available or a, a campbell could be available in a year or two i mean like you could offer you know yeah and i'm just off the top of the head you could offer dylan edwards probably 250k more than he's getting at penrith mm. and pay him 400k less than what you'd probably have to pay caitlin Ponga yeah to it's, keep it's him, interesting you know I mean? it's really really interesting it's almost it's almost put them in a harder position because they have they've got. It's a heaps harder yeah. position. Yeah, he's now your stuff. captain too. Yeah, <laughs> mate. If I'm KP, I'm staying. I'm. I'm yeah. st- like to, yeah. to knock Based off a premiership that. in Newcastle for him would be all time. Well, and also like, what are the options for KP? You go to the you go to the Dolphins and you're starting from scratch, and you know, ad nauseum, a year ago I was like. Uh, there's, I don't think he's going to stay. I don't think he's going to stay. And we, we kept on saying that the first six weeks for the, the Knights is like club <laughs> defining. But we didn't think it would be club defining in this direction. We didn't think it was going to be like, you know, KP, great player, really mature. He's getting much better in, in just filling in, in areas that he may have not before. 
but now it's kind of a question of do you break the bank when you've got such a good system that seems to be working? I think that time isn't on their side. So I actually don't think they've got enough time to make the call that you're alluding to. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have enough games to go, all right, we've put together 10. Because they could look at the Dragons like a couple of years ago. They played 10 games mm. at the top of the table mm. and then completely spiralled. And so I think if you're the Knights, you probably still have to pay what we KP We spoke about Munster. What's your gut feeling with KP? I think he stays now. Yeah. At the start of the season, I thought he was gone 100%. I, just got this, I don't know. I feel like Dolphins might nab him. Really? Just the connection yeah. of the Bromwich brothers. I mean, by all reports. Has Kevin Proctor signed there? Um, There's been talk of it, yeah? Yeah, he hasn't signed there. No, nah, but like... Sarko signed there, Bromwich brothers, mm. uh, Ray Stone. A um, couple of young, good halves. Felice Cafusi. Felice You reckon he goes to Dolphins? Maybe, yeah. Well, I, re- I want to see him save the Knights. I definitely yeah. like... I think he's... He's developed himself. He's like he's a leader there now, um, mm. and I think we spoke about this last week. Yeah. When Newcastle's going well, it's just good for rugby league. Mm. So I'd love to see him. So I just can't. I actually want to see him now in this Newcastle Knights yeah. team that we believe has is showing characteristics of being like actually buying into that Am O'Brien culture. Mm. So I want to see him inject himself in. Yeah. Maybe it takes a week or two to find his feet with the with the what they've developed, but well, I want to see it. That's the other thing. It's been a small sample size, but the games we have seen them play, and you know, granted, one or two of them were trials. They were getting around and sort of not using KP mm. as much as what. You, you would want a guy on 1.2 or whatever it is to be worth. So it's, I thought it would go the other way with Joey So as well. did I, yeah. yeah. But it's, and I cannot believe we're having this conversation. Yeah, I no, can't believe right. where I'm sitting on this argument. Yeah, you started yeah. it though. Just, just, yeah, just, I just say, oh, listeners, so to be clear, <laughs> we don't hate KP the way fucking <laughs> Guru hates <laughs> yeah, Apparently We not. get that in quotations, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great question. It's a great question. I think the, the, the Knights are in a much stronger position uh, negotiation-wise. But I think them being experienced heads and seeing how long a season is, they just don't have a big enough sample size to go to the bank with that huge call. Huge call. Is he back next week? Stop fucking teasing us, Adam. Don't know. Well, I, I guess you could argue another concern is the fact the injuries. You know, like they, they are starting to you know become a bit, bit more regular. Uh, I think the last what I think it's three years now that he hasn't. He's like 15, 16 games. I think nineteen is the most. Um, I, I again, I think that the Knights still have to pay big bucks for him. You know, he's a marquee guy. Someone's going to. Yeah, we haven't. The, the positive with KP is like we haven't even scratched the surface with him. No. You know, he hasn't even gotten close to his potential. So imagine that, as you said, the Knights side with him killing it as well. That's how they could really be a top four threat. You know, you, you add the Knights the way they're playing now with KP playing career best footy. That's a top four side in my opinion. Yeah, you know? I think so. Um, and that's not even including Brayley comeback. That's the other thing. You we know? haven't even spoken about Brayley. Yeah, haven't even spoken when about Brayley. Randall's heard been the name fantastic. Mitchell Pierce. Yeah. Mm, and we need to, yeah. I tell you, you what, Brayley, though. massive credit to the Knights. I thought that was the wrong call. Clearly, was a, I mean, so far, first three rounds, saying, Pierce, you know, go chase crumpets in Europe. I think it was right. <laughs> they were right. They proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. <laughs> Pierce is <laughs> the only. Mate, he's eating crumpets all day over there. Croissants or crumpets? It's a it's a podcast oh, it? joke. Oh. Yeah. It may be another word for something else. Yeah, right, true, true. <laughs> got, it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, and PC, I think you'd love a European crumpet I with a bit so. of honey on it. A bit so. of honey on a crumpet. Who, who wouldn't? Butter, butter your crumpet. Do you butter your muffin? What's that off again? Mean Girls, is it? Is it, is it Mean Girls movie? You know that stuff. Yeah. Don't pretend. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't watch Mean Girls. You watch Mean Girls every week, with Mrs. Bar. Give me a break. Um, Just with Ponga, um, since Newcastle, he's gone twenty games, twenty games, nineteen, fifteen. 
Oh, mm. so left the 220 out there. Mm. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Yeah, like, but it's still not a full, full season. Uh, It's not going to do him any favors. Yeah. It's it's not enough to say he's like, I don't believe you would put him in injury-prone category yeah, no. yet. I don't think so. I think that's hyperbolic. But I do believe that it's getting to the point where we want to, you want to see a full – and then KP would be the same. He'd want to see a full year out of it. Bro, I just want to see him play. 100%. I, I just want to see him out there just fit, killing it. Like He adds so much to rugby league when he's killing it. He's, he's a superstar that other sports would envy that we have. Yo. And – it's often underappreciated how important superstars of the game are. They just attract those fringe uh, fans that may not be interested. Mm. They get involved. Like, there would be tens of thousands of fans of KP that barely watch rugby league, but they love it because of him. And you look at, like, AFL, that, that good sort with the long hair. I don't know what his name is, but imagine Bailey. the amount of... Oh, fuck, he's hot. He's, he's, he's so good looking. It's a joke. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. Um, and he's got the beautiful long hair. But imagine the amount of fringe people that watch because of superstars. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a great question, Guru. Great question. Right. Uh, be interesting to see. And just for all the Knights fans, I cashed out my wooden spoon bet last week, and oh, I, really? I got a lot less back than I put in. Really? That's for wow. sure. Wow, wow. Uh, so you really were on the wooden <laughs> spoon? Back. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you really were on that? That well, I got on them. I think they were at seventeens or something. Yeah. And then they came into thirteens, and I thought oh, I was a genius. I think they're out to about forties wow. now. So yeah, hello. Yeah, going to wear that one. Right. That's what I love about this year, though. It's just, you know, I'm happy to be wrong because it means that things are happening. You yes. know, I would hate to go into this year, kind of like last year, where we were like, this, we know what's going to happen here. Like, we know this year, it's really up in the air. Like, the Panthers haven't even hit their stride yet, really, in my opinion. I don't think they've played anywhere near where they, where they can play. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll get on to the Panthers now. Um, but yeah, the Knights going incredible. Uh, I thought it showed so much grit and determination. Uh, on the weekend now the Panthers uh, I just think they continue to show they are a system they are a franchise now they are a powerhouse and it is undeniable I'm on that train there's just no denying it yeah we we, we listed guys the Roosters are missing from last year and they are of course just unbelievably high quality players but you look as far as guys go in the modern game Cleary I think he's the best player in our game right now Fisher Harris I think he's the most consistent front row in our game. I think he's the best alpha in our game. Liam Martin's a New South Wales representative. Yep. Brian Toto's the best winger in rugby league. And Leota, I think he's one of the more underrated front yeah, rowers. All guys that were missing in this game. And Crazy. Insane. Yeah. Like, and to put on a performance like that wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. And to bring in two rookies that can score five tries mm. together. Depth's uh, a huge marker of what you were talking about. Absolutely. A legit system, and I'm happy to put them in that bracket now. I honestly think that the, the Panthers are so good right now that they could probably field a reserve grade side and 
or at least a mostly reserve grade side, with, sprinkled with a few first graders, and compete with the the bottom end. Mm. Like I really do. That's how good they are right now. Um, they're, leading, they're leading the New South Wales Cup. Well, there you go. I don't just talk shit for no reason. The beak's got some brains behind them. <laughs> That's why it's so big. It's got huh, bra- they've it's got conceded twenty points all year in New South Wales Cup. Yeah, wow. In three games. Wow. And they're missing their halfback, Sean O'Sullivan. Oh yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That's so impressive. Uh, yeah, it's undeniable. The Panthers are a powerhouse now, and it's going to take a disaster for them to not be a powerhouse because imagine imagine a world where the Roosters of Storm had the nursery of Western Sydney. Imagine it. Mm. So Panthers almost like all you need to do is just keep this up, keep the system in place. It's just going to spread more and more where it's going to be like the Broncos early 2000s where every player in the country would fly to Brisbane just to play for the Broncos. That's on top of them having essentially an entire state to pull from. Uh, And that's what's going to make the Panthers such a dominant force. And they've got one of the the best young halves we've ever seen in Cleary. So, yeah, massive wraps. Isaiah Yo now sits at top. He's won three points in every game this year. It's crazy. He's gone to a whole other level. I didn't think he had more in him, and he's gone to a whole other level. I still have Murray for me at the moment as the best lock in the game, but if if on one day I woke up and said, yo, I'd be okay with that too. He's so good. I, I think it depends how you want to play and the structure of your yeah, team too true. with uh, those two. But, yeah, you know, you're not going to be disappointed with either of them. There's, there is absolutely no doubt that it's either one of them. Like, yeah. there's no one else that comes like no, that. No one close. Yeah, They're those two, and then it's a, a gap, in my opinion, to third. Uh, but he's just, I was, yeah, to be. I, I had a conversation in the comment section a few weeks ago where he was kind of the guy was implying that we were a bit, I guess, negative towards Yo, saying that he wasn't that good of a player coming through. I just want to, I guess, speak about that more in depth. He was a journeyman. Like, he was a good, solid first grader. But he wasn't a first grader where, you know, he just – he was a good, solid first grader. He wasn't someone that you would pin – you would ever – I don't think anyone predicted that he would go on to become the best 13 in the game, or arguably. But on top of that, is he might win a Dally M. If you said to me, Isaiah Yo, four or five years ago, will win a Dally M, you would have said, brah. With the, with the talent – are you telling me he's going to win a Dally M over Cam Munster? You know, over Jackie White. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And he, so his development, I think if there's one player that represents how far the Panthers have come, it's him. Yeah, for sure. And if you would have said two years ago he'll be the first choice 13 for the Kangaroos, you would have got laughter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's incredible what they've done. And it's incredible what he's done for his game. And he has he, he's so well-rounded as well. So, yeah, Panthers, great win. Uh, they're going to be there or thereabouts when it comes – I mean – to think they don't even have Nathan Cleary yet. Nathan fucking Cleary. The great chin of the West. <laughs> the greatest. Just chinning blokes. <laughs> oh, man. Just out there chinning blokes. Fucking hell. What do you know? We get chinned a few blokes. Well, um, the impact he has for them is just ridiculous. So for them to be what, doing what they're doing, like, yeah, they're, they're sitting at the top. They're the team to oh, like. Imagine the pressure he's going to be putting on teams when he's just pinging them into oh. corners and they're just – and Fisher-Harris comes oh, – anyway, yeah, Panthers incredible. Uh, what a great win by them. Because uh, it would have been easy for them to kind of, I guess, be complacent when they lost a player and just start throwing the ball around. But they were clinical towards the end. I know it's early in the season, but have you ever seen a team get up for a grand final, come back, win it the year after, and then start the next? It's like it's only it's the like storm. They don't get fatigued. Mm. Yeah, it's like only a, the storm. It's, yeah, it's a, dinner, yeah, it's a little dynasty yeah. starting here. Yeah, that's what's happening. And I just think that I just want to see their program. 
I want to see their strength and conditioning and fitness yeah. program because they must like every time they come out in the field they are so energized so ready to play they just must have I know he's gone to Newcastle which is you know, we spoke about this but yeah they're just so impressive I say if Tago wins center of the year this year I won't be surprised that's how good he's going and no one's talking about Matt Burton they just lost the Dallium center of the year no one's even mentioned it. Yeah, crazy, insane. That's a couple of those are the couple of pillars. Like I think that next man up mentality. So when guys like that come into your side, and you've just got these freak talents, yeah. and then also guys who are undeveloped, unproven, unnamed, and they come in and start playing well. Like Sean Sullivan's a good example of that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great example. And then just being able to put teams away, regardless of the adversity. Like all of these attributes Penrith have, and it's fucking it's unreal to watch. Um. Oh. Fuck. Just want to get this up. Fuck, Tago's gun. I had to. I had to post and tag him. I don't ever do that, but I was. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I even got a little bit fanboy when I when he wrote back. <laughs> <with me. laughs> it's weird how that yeah. happens, eh, bro? Yeah, I was it's like, so no, weird. you know what? You're a fucking gun. Yeah, he's a gun. <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's like when I started, I never tagged any of the boys because I didn't want to be like a Derek and like I guess bother them. But then a few of the boys like, bro, tag us. I want. I want some fucking yeah. some clout. I was just like, no, nah, you know what? You're fucking yeah. killing it. He is like, a gun. Get, and that's that's that center battle. That's fucking unreal to go up against Gagai. No, the okay. center battles are fucking. Let sick. me. This is this is a, a a teenager. This is his stats for this year: three appearances, three tries, two tries, thirteen tackle breaks, three line breaks. Tackle efficiency of 91.4% in the centres. In the centres. He's made 64 tackles and only missed six in the entire season so far. His average run metre is 130 and his average points are 55. Like, this is a teenager, a teenager coming in and doing these kind of numbers. And also, these well-rounded numbers. It's not just like he's got a million tackle breaks, but he misses six tackles a game. It's just incredible. Um, and as you said, boys, reacting well to maybe poor decisions or yep. errors or whatever it may be, reacting well. Like, you're seeing that out of a young kid who's yep. also killing it. You're yeah. stoked. As someone that takes him as an anytime try scorer every goddamn week, he's mm. also been denied three tries. Yeah, that's Insane. Right. Insane. Even telling May. Just that duo is going to terrorise teams for a long time to come. <laughs> <laughs>